We got a big day coming. Good day for us here today on the uh, Big C's podcast. We're going to check in with Big Sexy, who's crossed the river. And he said he's, you know, we got to catch him at the right moment. He bought himself a new wagon. I guess he, you know, decided against the electric scooter and he's out on a wagon ride. So we're going to have to try and catch him. We're going to check in with a guy who actually owns a wagon. You know, Ty Papa... Papa Subi get some insight from him and I think we're going to try and get Dan on the lounge too and rumor on the street is that he has coronavirus he's a little under the weather but he's going to speak to us anyways and if we're really lucky we'll get some commentary from the guy who's leading the league right now the team to beat and uh, he's he's cocky he's sometimes he's he can be arrogant um but it, it's what it is. We got to talk to him, you know. It's like Trump. He is the man right now. And Dalton is obviously the, uh, the guy to beat. And so we're going to we're gonna have to hear him out. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. He's an insightful man with great wisdom. And uh, I think it's going to be good. And, of course, when, uh, when you guys are... Knocking boots tonight. I just want you to remember this. Or knocking boots this afternoon, or maybe you're knocking boots right now. So. Face down, ass up. That's the way I like the fuck. I like the butt. It's my favorite position. I'm tired of the front, so that's why I'm bitching. Flip flop it, baby. Bitch your ass over the full house break. Let me poke you. More keys, a raw dick motherfucker. First mouthpiece is the best thing, sucker. Dick tricks go round and round. Ripping with your pussy, go up and down. I got Come on, Biggie. Come on, Biggie. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Two one five nine six four seven zero nine five is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, this is Gino. I saw you just moved to the neighborhood. I wanted to welcome you. I also wanted to warn you. If you call the cops again, I'm going to break your fucking head, newbie. All right, so looks like Big Sexy wasn't around. Um, we're going to try him one more time. We'll, we'll go to another guest now. Danny boy. What's up, buddy? How you doing, brother? Good. Are you recording? I'm recording. Let me just put your intro music on so we can get rolling. Uh, I don't know if I want to hear this. Let me tell you what I want to do. Let me show you that I've been to you. When I'm walking around with you. When I kiss you, when I put my lips all over you. Can't get enough of you. Always again of you. So sweet, I can't forget. So good, girl, you make me sweat. Just getting you warmed up. 
Did you uh, did you go on the tape deck of the White Heat to get that song out? I had to I had to go back and try and think about what influenced your path forward, and I think that song might have played a role in your your sexual habits throughout the second part of the nineties. God, this is weird. <laughs> All right, so let's get rolling here. It's a busy Sunday morning. Um, yeah, you and me today. That's true. I saw you got the whole pack. <laughs> Pumpkins ready. Yeah. Um, so bringing it back to the field, you, you, you got off to a, quite a, the rough start, but I see that you, you got two victories in a row. How are you feeling about the season? I'm feeling great. I got the best tight end of the game right now. <laughs> Who's that? John, John Smith. I don't even remember his name, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm glad you went there because that was my second part of my second question. It seems like the defining moment of the se- of the season so far might have happened in the draft that involved a tight end. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, I mean, Eric picks uh, Travis Kelsey, ninth overall pick, second round. I don't know. He's doing all right. I mean, Eric's scoring a lot of points, but just can't cobble wins together. It's tough. <laughs> it's a tough league in that sense. But uh, you know, I just like making fun of Eric every week about picking Travis Kelsey uh, ninth overall. It's great. <laughs> It's good. I feel that Biggie has a sense of humor, but he might have been a little oversensitive during the move. There was a couple of times where his blood pressure seemed to go up. I think uh, I struck a nerve a couple times, <laughs> namely during the draft when I, when I made fun of him for picking Kelsey, and then he hung up and wouldn't get back on the line. That's true. That's true. That was very, very striking moment in terms of Biggie hiding behind Steph. I don't know. Um, I wanted to ask you, kind of, with everything going on in the United States and the world, with social justice and other movements, uh, Mr. Lee has been using a racist quarterback, and then this week you picked up, not a convicted, but a pretty clear... uh, Sexual offender. Yeah, and I just want to know kind of what the, the role... Or the moral obligation of owners in this league is. Wait, who's Harold's quarterback? Uh, Josh Allen, who I think he did like the blackface or some crazy shit a few Jesus years Christ. back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess <laughs> you can't really expect that much from a bunch of mouth-breathing Neanderthals. Like... <laughs> Bunch, bunch of people who have like had yes men surrounding them their entire lives. You know, not if if it was a fantasy draft for like you know, you know, stand up guys. I I guarantee you we wouldn't have ten percent of the people on our rosters that we have right now. That's true. That's true. I feel like Linderman might sometimes look for that type of player. <laughs> that strikes a chord with him. I think so. Um, so I want to take it to some other issues. Um, one quick question from the peanut gallery. Have you watched any of the movies assigned from the movie club? I started to watch Dalton's. Couldn't finish it. I got to the, I got to the scene when uh, they're arguing at dinner. Like I think it's like a third of the way through the movie and they just like... <laughs> Like, the woman's, like, crying, and they're screaming at each other across the dinner table. I was like, this is too fucking ridiculous for me, so uh, I, I stopped watching it. I don't know. I thought that was a great flick. I have to say, when the little brother gets to Big Brother's house, and there's just this sexy mama running around 
in the apartment in like you know a dress shirt with undies i feel like that doesn't happen in the 90s it doesn't happen ever she's like she spoke in like purely like sexual innuendo she didn't she couldn't speak like a normal sentence she was like hey where's the bathroom she's like i don't know where do you want to put it it's like what (laughs) i don't know i feel like that's every every boy's dream when we were you know seven eight years old watching that in 1990 yeah i mean that's like that's typical like 80s right there it's like bunch of dudes just being dudes and then chicks just like you know falling over each other to have sex with a mustachioed Kevin Costner in terms of the uh looking forward to the election we need some insight on some of these swing states who you got who you got in Pennsylvania I mean it's Biden's to lose a lot of the states but I don't know it's tough to tell <laughs> there have been a lot more like registrations among new voters for Republicans in Pennsylvania and I think a couple other states, namely Florida. But, like, the advantage overall is still, like, far and away with Democrats. Um, Democrats are crushing down the early vote. I just saw some numbers about, like, the youth vote is, like, through the roof, which never happens between the ages of, like, 18 and 29. So hopefully that pans out, you know, breaks hard, like, the Democrats' way. Uh, I think if Biden, Biden can win in Pennsylvania, um, because he's going to pick up like a shitload of votes in the urban and suburban area because the Republicans basically abandoned the suburbs. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's Biden's to lose, but uh, I'm still putting it at like 55-45 in his favor. Yeah, it's nerve-wracking. So you don't have a state that you think it's coming down to? (laughs) If it's coming down to a state, it's coming down to Pennsylvania. He can lose Michigan and Wisconsin, and those are like 10... Uh, electoral votes each and still gain that back in like Arizona or something but uh, he like Pennsylvania's 20 electoral votes it's like it's tough to make that ground up somewhere else and then like you know they're talking about him being competitive in like Florida and Georgia and Ohio and Texas and shit but I'm not putting any eggs in that basket yeah it'd be nice if he stole one of those Arizona or Texas or one of these fucking traditionally well, if he lost Texas, but, like, they won, like, the Texas Dems won the state legislature, they'll have control over rewriting the map. So that'll, like, fuck up the um, GOP in Texas, which effectively will screw up a lot of the GOP in, like, the rest of the South or, like, in the country. Because Texas is gerrymandered to shit, so I don't know. We'll see. And what do you – how do you feel about fracking? I mean – I don't really know that much about it. I know like less of it would be better for everyone and like generally a move towards renewable energy. I'm making money off my fucking solar panels. I don't know why the fuck anyone's like, you know, <laughs> investing hard in like hydrofracking, but uh yeah, big, I don't know. Like, big big said that there's at least four guys in his lobster club that could lose their jobs if fracking is canceled. Yeah, but like I don't like why why this is what I don't get like, you know, like People who go into like mining and fracking and truck driving and all these fucking dying industries and are like, yeah, I need to have this job. There's no way I can do any other jobs. Like, your job isn't going to be around in 10 years. So, like, I don't know, learn a fucking skill, man. Like, paralegals probably aren't going to exist in the next 10 years. So, like, I'm going to need to find something else to do, you know? Yeah. Well, where do you think the paralegals are they going to be outsourced? That and technology just does a lot more now. Like, you don't, you're not going to need 
like someone making forty five, fifty thousand dollars a year making binders for you. You just like you know, you can send that to an outside vendor, save your client money, you save your firm money and do it a lot quicker and cheaper. Like it's you know, it's just the way things go. And you worried about But I'm not like, oh God, I have to be a paralegal. If I can't be a paralegal, I'm gonna vote for a bunch of fucking Nazis the rest of my life. <laughs> you know? Like <laughs> That's good. Well, let's finish kind of where we started. Um, PN- Peaches and cream? <laughs> well, we're going to finish there in a little. Yeah, I, uh, I have to say, I have a lot of great memories of you that involve Cunnilingus. What? Cunnilingus. Yeah, there's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Some of these. So you have a lot of great memories <laughs> of making jokes about me at my expense. <laughs> I mean, a top five is when Biggie, you know, wanted to know if the clock the clock had struck midnight and who had flossed and who had washed, and that was a great conversation. Yeah, well, I mean, it raised a lot more questions than it provided answers when Eric was like, "Wait, after midnight?" Like, I didn't know. Like, there's like a hard stop on something like that. <laughs> no, I think it like, all. I can picture, to... picture Bug like in bed, getting down, and then like. The alarm goes off and he's like, whoop, whoop. That's it. Everybody out. I think it's more, yeah, I I agree with you. I think it's more about bowel movements, sweat, (laughs) and diet. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, let's finish with P. Angelus. He's kind of, he was slow, then he's got a strong movement. Where do you see him finishing? I think he can finish really strong. He just has to have a couple games break his leg. I've been in this position before where you're like, you know, you score the second most points in a week, but you end up losing because you're playing the guy who scores the most points in a week. I don't know. He can do well. He's got Kamara. Kelsey is good. You know, he can he can finish strong. He just has to stop. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you think his attitude might be affecting outcome? Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to say. Sometimes you just, you just, you just got to have the right coach to make things click. It's not, it's not clicking right now. He might need to fire himself. <laughs> That's true. Well, Danny, thank you for joining us. Enjoy your Sunday, buddy. All right. So that was our friend Dan. And I like it. I think there's a good balance between fantasy football, politics, oral sex. Yeah, a lot of oral sex. <laughs> Dan just brings that out of us. We're gonna uh, we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and then we're gonna get another one of our expert analysts and league members on the phone. All right, we're gonna try big sexy one more time. Oh, hey there, buddy. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Top... Just out on a wagon ride. Oh, yeah? Is Steph pulling you? No, no, no. She's not here. Just me and the baby. Oh, look, the dog. Say hello. <laughs> how's the baby doing? She's doing good. Can you hear me? I got my mask on. Yeah, yeah. Put it on speaker. I'm going to intro you, but Kaylin probably wants to hear Poppy's song. Nah, nah, nah. There's a lot of people out walking. All right, well, just let me intro you in.
How's the new neighborhood? It's good. Yeah, they know so you. Far, they know you came from the big city. They do. They do. So no one's messed with me yet. That's good. And you called the cops on someone? Um. It's a good what? way to get popular. Oh no no no! That was uh, that was the uh, the old neighborhood. I uh, nothing ended up happening. So in Philly, if you because I needed to get a truck in, so I had to get permits. Like like a loading zone permit in front of the house. So what you do, you get a permit, then you go get signs that say like you know temporary no parking loading zone. So you know, so I did that so the truck could get in, and nobody moved their cars, so the truck couldn't get in. <laughs> People get shot for that in South Philly. Yeah, so so I called the uh, people who issue the permit. And I said, you know, what's my recourse? What do I do? I have a truck coming. And they said, call 911. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. It doesn't seem like it's, you know, that big of a deal. But anyway, so I call 911. And they just send a parking parking authority person. And, uh... What did you, you expect? The SWAT? I don't... Yeah, I honestly don't know what I expected. So they sent him. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to take it... You know, a ticket won't do me any good. Uh, he's like, all right, so I'll knock on some doors. He didn't find them. So anyway, long story short, they they didn't move their cars until like three hours later, and the truck just had to like double park and block a block a street. All right. So that just pissed more people off, but whatever. Let's. Let's leave it there. I think this story could go on for ages. Yeah, it could. Are we Are we being recorded? Are we live? We are. So we're going to go to the fireside. So this is just really quick. You got okay. whatever comes to your mind really fast. One question after the other. You ready? Yeah, okay. All right. Best draft, your best draft pick. Um, Kelsey. <laughs> best free agent pickup. I don't think I picked anyone up. Oh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> I forget who it was that I picked up. But, um, yeah, I don't know if I picked anyone up this year. Picked, a, uh, picked up a kicker, I think. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Uh, the team to beat in the league. Um, you're talking to him. <laughs> Besides you. Um, probably Dalton. Biggest surprise in the league so far this year? That I've got the second highest amount of points scored, yet I am in, I think, second to last place. Sound like a politician. Uh, <laughs> what do you, how would you classify Dan's season? Um, lucky. <laughs> because he beat me by two points. <laughs> The first food you've eaten in the new house? Pizza. Have you taken a dump yet? Yes. Solid or more liquidy? Next question. <laughs> Any hot neighbors? 
I don't know yet. All right. What do you, do you guys, what's, if you, if Jeff Bezos was going to send you something, what, what do you guys need for housewarming gifts? An electric scooter. Ooh, interesting. Did you get sign off from, from your second half on that? Yeah, she's cool. Either that or like an e-bike or something. But the thing is like, we're going, kind of going over budget a little bit on the, on the renovation. So I don't know if we're going to do it right away. And was she cool? Did you have to talk her into you buying a wagon, or was she cool with that too? A wagon? Oh no, this is uh, this was Kaylin's birthday present. Oh, this it's for the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the wagon. This is like a, just like a little like radio flyer. Oh, when you we're, said we're that you when you said you were out in the wagon, I thought you had bought yourself a wagon. Oh no, no, no! I'm pulling the baby right now. <laughs> All right, good. Well, we got to get on. I'm gonna let you. <laughs> Have fun with the baby. Thanks for joining us. All right. Always a pleasure to hear from Big Sexy. And now he's stomping on the other side of that river. Tough as nails, South Philly. We're going to see how that transition goes and what the neighbors think when we all go and visit and start doing shit that we used to do in Pauly D's neighborhood. Steph's really going to love us. All right, now we're going to get some thoughts uh, from a man who really doesn't need an introduction, but, you know, we're going to keep it uniformed here and we're going to intro him. And I think this is going to touch some people in a, a soft and fuzzy way. God, that gets my juices flowing. All right, let's go. Uh, let's get some thoughts from the master. It's really hard to say why my team is off to such a great start. It's actually not hard at all. It's because uh, my management skills are just incredible. I had a little bit of off time. Uh, due to my uh, kidney stone, which I really think allowed me to focus in on my uh, roster, make some good choices, and obviously there's always a little bit of luck involved. Um, the team that I fear the most uh, has got to be uh, Tyler's team because I'm playing him today, and I look at uh, each game uh, week by week. I am not concerned about two weeks ahead of, t of, of right now. I'm not concerned about three weeks ahead of now. I am only focused on the game that's in front of me, and uh, I do expect a win. So I am uh, probably most confident about uh, my ability to beat Tyler. Um, however, if he beats me, I will have some egg on my face because I talked a little bit of shit this week. So fuck you, Ty. Um, yeah, Harold having a racist QB. Look, it's 2020. Um you lose friends for this stuff all the time and I think we're at a place now where we need to start accepting each other and um, even if we don't agree with each other I love you Harold um, I look forward to playing you again although I don't look that far in advance so like I said fuck yourself 
Um, Dan picking up a sex offender. Interesting topic. Um, Antonio Brown, I believe, is going to um, absolutely be terrible this year. However, uh, if he happens to be good, that is the one uh, bright move Dan has made all year. Uh, I'm really disappointed in Dan year after year in his ability to never learn from his past mistakes. Um, and quite frankly, uh, I think we should be looking to replace him with his daughter. Um, I think, oh God, matchups. Listen, the only matchup I am really focused on is my own. And I predict a big win uh, coming out of the Sepkus camp uh, this week. Thanks for your time. Thank you, buddy. That was very, very insightful. I appreciate that. And uh, we just got one. I want you to listen to something and give us your your final thoughts on this. This is something that's important to a growing number of our community members as the Peloton has expanded and people like me have started going 20, 30, 40 miles a day and I'm, you know, purchasing bibs and stuff like that. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. Yes or no? Was one of those banned substances EPO? Yes. In terms of Lance Armstrong and doping, well, that guy's a prick. Thank you, Mr. Dalton. That was very, uh, very interesting, and and I really enjoy your your thoughts. And we're gonna wrap up. We got one final interview with the former host of the podcast. First, we just got to go to one quick word from one of our sponsors. That's uh, a word from from Pornhub. Thank you for your support, Pornhub. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, let's try and get Ty on the line. There. You. Ty. Hey. Top of the morning to you. Sorry about the delay. I got I, Biggie was out on a wagon ride, and right when I was about to call you, I guess he had gone down a hill at a high speed. And anyways, he was flustered, and then he called me back, and it just screwed up the whole order of the pod. Is a burbs light thing? Is that treating him right? It's a burbs light thing. But let me get you introed in one second. Pimping in my Subaru. And so I'm going to... How do you find something like that? 
SoundCloud. I just put in, I don't know, some stuff with Subarus and Rhode Island, splitting time between Rhode Island and New York and Peloton, and that came up <laughs> at the top of my playlist. Amazing. Yeah, it's good. Um, so before we get started on the fireside chat, a couple of quick questions. What's the year, make, and model of your car? 2010 Subaru Impreza Outback Sport. How many? 137,000 miles. Nice. And new for an oil change. Got a good oil change tomorrow. And you bought new or used? No. Bought it used. <laughs> used wrap a lot. Wait, is Meg confused why you're, ta- <laughs> why you're making a pitch about your car? <laughs> yeah, she's very horrified. <laughs> what did Meg want? Did she want a Subaru? Is that a contentious decision? No, it wasn't contentious then. Now she wants a better car. Is she looking for something more sporty? She's looking at Jeeps. She's a real Jeep head, but I'm a Subie guy. Nice. And you looking at like a Wrangler? Uh, she was thinking about a Wrangler, but I don't think that's a good, it's a good buy. That might imply you guys are headed outside of the city and you won't be doing long commutes, no? Well, she's not seriously looking at a Jeep. She was talking about it just because she hates the Subie so much. Right, because I feel like a Jeep's good for small commutes in less traffic-oriented areas like Rhode Island. I feel like they made Wranglers better than the Big E days, but they're still like a weird daily driver car. Like, you're trying to say you're an off-roader, and probably like 0.1% of people are really off-road in a Wrangler. That's true. What do you think that Gronk drives? <laughs> I don't think he really spends money. He's not flashy. That's what I heard. He bought a very expensive apart- uh, penthouse condo in Miami. And you know what he drives? You know the answer to that question? I don't know the answer. I just was, thought that maybe that would be a good segue from Subaru into your decision to play Gronk halfway through the season. Well, a lot of people made fun of me about Gronk. And I was only holding on because I figured at some point, potentially, he's going to get that magic back with Brady. But it wasn't happening. I had... Somehow I had three tight ends in my roster now. This is crazy. I got dropped one of them or two of them. And Gronk had to go. I feel it. And I mean, it, was one, it was one good game. Let's see what happens. That's true, which brings me to another question with Antonio Brown. And, you know, it's, it's a question about the, uh, the character, as Biden would say, of our league. You know, Mr. Lee's been playing a quarterback who's considered a racist. And then Dan picked up what many believe, you know, not convicted, but a proven sex offender. He just, he couldn't even wait to get that guy on his team. And so my question is, do the owners of this league, the owners in this league, do we have a moral obligation to withhold a certain character? My short answer to that is no. Why? I understand. I understand the question. I actually haven't followed the racist quarterback storyline. What quarterback is that? <laughs> Nobody knows about this. I feel like Mr. Lee pulled a fast one. Um, <laughs> if Kyle Gerard had have picked him up, if he was like the orange crush, we wouldn't. We'd be all throwing fits. Uh, Josh Allen. <laughs> What did he say? What did he say? Was it some old Twitter thing or something? He said. It actually go- said. Yeah. No. It goes back. I think. I think he was like seven or eight years old and um 
he made a racist comment or did like blackface <laughs> or something. Yeah, the only person I expect to choose morally, choose based on morals, would be Harold. But apparently, he snuck in this Josh Emmett. It's a great point if, uh, if Crush had him. What would happen? And what do you think about Linderman? Do you think that he chooses his players based on their off-field activity? I think he mostly chooses on race, not race being the white race. <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll leave that one there. So quick fireside chat. You got to just come up with, you know, quick answers what comes to you. What was your best draft pick? <laughs> My team sucks. Uh, what's his name? The quarterback, Jackson. All right. Best free agent pickup. I think I've made more moves than anyone. Best is that the wide receiver from Tennessee. He's actually good. Brown. All right. I'll give you that. The team to beat so far. Dumb. All right. We got. I think we got consensus there. Biggest surprise in the league this year? Dumb. How would you describe Dan's season so far? Catastrophe. It's classic Dan. Like, you'll have all this like information, you'll ask him about the NFL, about things, and then his team will just be dog shit year after year. <laughs> Look what he did. Picked up Antonio Brown, which is just funny. I looked at his score this week. So far, he's going against you. We have the same record. I wanted to beat you. He put up two points with Giants defense. I look up like the uh, rankings. They're like the eighth or ninth ranked defense of this week. Plenty of other things to pick up. Well, there's a careful what you say because there's a bombshell on this week um, about Dan and COVID nineteen. So I'll leave it there. But don't <laughs> don't punch him while he's down. Don't, don't give him a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, just one, I have some call-in questions here. It looks like these came in from Big E. He asked three questions. One was, are you moving to Rhode Island? Two is, <laughs> are you in Rhode Island? Three is, have you decided to stay in Rhode Island? Big is such an investigator. Once he gets an investigative question in his head, he's just not going to let it go. That's, Bringing you back to when, when Harold was accusing Kyle of certain things, Eric did a deep dive into his history to figure out if he's Republican, if he owned a gun, <laughs> what kind of American flag he had. I love his stick to And what was... to answer any of those questions. What was the conclusion? Is Kyle a Republican? According to Eric, he's the left-wing Democrat. He's a Democrat? That's what Eric's thing came up with, his investigation. Uh. I would go maybe independent, but I would go Republican before I'd go Democrat on Kyle. Everyone just been saying that to smooth things over. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll have to follow up on that. Also, if anyone wants to know why I'm breathing heavy, I'm on the Peloton. <laughs> Doing a little warm up ride. Good man. Yeah, I, I, my bike has changed my life. I'm forever indebted <laughs> to American Flyers. Everyone's on the bike now. Three Pelotons in the group. It's true. You Everyone know, else is biking. You know we're hitting 40 when we all gravitate towards non-contact old man, white man sports, which isn't a knock at all. What do you think about Eric's bike? What, his scooter? Or did he buy Eric's a bike? bike? <laughs> the old duster down in the basement. I don't know. I can't keep up. Did he ever buy? Like, I remember when he wanted, everyone had Pelotons, but he said it was out of the budget. Did he buy something? 
listen, this is Nerd's voice. It wasn't out of the budget. I just, <laughs> he just went, he bought like a wagon, a Schwinn, a Schwinn, and then like seven pieces of equipment to connect it to Peloton. Nice, nice. I don't know. I'll have to investigate. I don't. I just, yeah, I haven't seen any photos. I'll try and get big to send some videos of him on the on the uh, on the bike. And apparently, he's racing for for India now. Ever since he put that dot on his forehead. <laughs> I love seeing his pictures. Every picture has the crazy dot. All right, buddy. Well, it's been great. I appreciate the time. I have one thing to say. Go for it. The only thing worse than a good Linderman team in this league is a good Dalton team. So everyone buckle up for all the shit talking. That's true. That's true. Um, we'll see what happens. Who's he got this week? You. No, sorry. Me. You have Dan. I have Adam. And what's the projections on that? For me and him? Yeah. He's projected pretty far above. Not too bad right now, but I feel this, this seems scary on paper. That's true, that's true. But a lot can change. There's uh, injuries and there's, you know, arrests. There's COVID. I feel like a lot of his players could go down in scandal. Oh, one more thing. Trying to get the league to ratify the increased uh, one one more game of the regular season. And this year, you only have played Dan once because of our terrible rules, so you get screwed. That's true. That's assuming... Remember that next year at the ballot box. Yeah, I will. I appreciate that. We're going to have to mm-hmm. campaign a little harder. I feel like there wasn't a lot of information out there. It was just the two MAGA guys, Linderman and Eri. <laughs> no, let's keep it out. It's big. Yeah, I feel like... Or we could keep it the same way, but that I automatically play Dan three times next year. <laughs> yeah, I like that as an alternative. All right, buddy. Will you enjoy your ride? Boop, boop. Take care, buddy. I live like I ride. Yeah, I'm so hardcore. I don't call my mom every day anymore. You. If you haven't read a book, I'll spoil the plot. And I take bites of pizza even when it's too hot. No, I ain't afraid to use my shattered iPhone. Wait a week to play the message you left after the tone. You can see that I read your text and you wonder why. All right, that was... The former host and still the the goat of podcasts. He just this whole thing with Wes and Rhode Island and life changes is taking a lot of his time, but staying real to climate change and healthy choices with his vehicle. Take it from the way the Subaru looks that it's good on gas and helps the environment. So we appreciate his input. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in again. It's been another wonderful edition of the podcast with the big C here, live and direct from the United States of America. A lot of uh, love and thanks for those of you tuning in until the end and all the incredible analysis. I really, really appreciate the insight. You guys have a great day today. Just shake the room. Just shake the room.